you guys. Good morning or good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. I'm Sadie. And I'm Mar. And this is a podcast where we are reading really sexy books this month. <laughs> it's a sexy month. Okay? It's honestly a, a month spicy. full of love, a spicy month. And if you are, if you have not listened to any other books this month, you're missing out because honestly, this is Mars' genre. This is her jam. It's been given. It's really fun. I've been loving every it's, second of February. It is a really fun month and we're sad that it's coming to a close, but we are finishing off with a bang, a literal bang, because we are reading Allie Hazelwood's last book in her not series series called Love Theoretically. You know what's so crazy though? Huh? I really do think this was meant to be a series. Like it's interesting. Everyone pairs, she's written other books and everyone pairs these three together. It's because it's like, like the three she's written, like the most recent one she wrote is like a thriller-ish yeah, type I thing. That, yeah. But they all, it does seem to go together, but they don't. And there was like, cameos in this one, people. Yes. There was cameos on both yes. books. And honestly, at the start of the, oh, Freaking take a shot. Yeah, if you don't know Tea Time with Sadie, every time she says, honestly, you got to get in there and take a sip. (sighs) Guys, listen to the last episode. I'm sorry. And (laughs) we're not going to get onto it again because I am (laughs) so annoyed at myself. The three books that she wrote should have been a series, but they're not. It's because they all written in the world of STEM and academics. And so. And they meet each other. Yeah. But before we get into this book. (sighs) How are you, girl? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. What's going on in your life? You know, not much since <laughs> last time we talked. We talked, we recorded very recently. Yeah, this very is, recently. Uh, we... We were got off our game for a second there. We had to get some recordings done a and lot faster a, than yeah, normal. So. I do have one thing, I guess. Okay, yeah. So with my youth group, um, we're usually like in the sanctuary, or like wherever people usually gather for like a meet it, okay. uh, for church. But um, we have a youth room upstairs that I've been redecorating and renewing because there's just tons of crap up there. So I took stuff to the dump. Like it's been like a crazy week, but it's finally almost together. And I'm super excited. Just Yay. like redesigning the room and the kids are super excited. So, so we get to test it out this oh. Wednesday, so I'm looking forward I to love it. it. Yeah. Do you have to speak for that every, every week? single week? Yeah, wow. yeah, I do a sermon. Look at you go, you know, just be out here. It's incredible, pastor stuff. Yeah, you know, things like that. But yeah, it's super fun. That's super so fun. fun. Um, my updates are not holy. Uh- <laughs> They're not bad. They're just not that interesting compared to yours. I didn't know but that was holy. I, I redesigned the room. I, I need to know. Okay, have you watched Love is Blind ever? Yes, first off? Okay, ma'am. Have you watched this season? I didn't know the new season was out. They <gasps> dropped Tonight. the first six episodes. This is on Hulu, right? Uh, Netflix. but It might be on Hulu, but I watched it on Netflix. Oh, gotcha. It is so good. I need you to catch up now because I want to know who you think is going to make it. And I also need you, I need your thoughts on this, okay? So you know how when they do the whole, they meet each other, they don't see each other, they finally propose, like see each other in person, then yes. they propose, and then they go on the honeymoon. Yes. Then all the couples meet on the honeymoon. Yes. Okay. So one of the couples, they are there and they're just like the it couple. Like she is ripped, shredded. He is like very tall, gotcha. as we know. If you guys have followed any of these books, apparently all you got to be is tall for <laughs> someone to be into you. But basically, honestly, Hunter's super tall, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like, <laughs> so they're just like the it couple, and they're very like they're super good socially. They're very suave, very charming. They're just it. Yeah. Okay. So they walk in last, and they're like footage of them walking. Everyone's like, oh my gosh. Like, uh, so one of the guys, right? So the husband. So they're all, ma- or I guess they're all fiancés. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys 
he is looking at that couple, right? Yeah. She's talking to him. He literally leans into his fiance and like goes, she's stacked. Like that girl has a shelf. Me and her butt. Like this girl has a booty. And literally his fiance is like, what? And then she goes, oh yeah, ha ha ha. And then she goes, AD, that's like the girl's name. And she's like, AD, girl, how do you get a butt like that? Like she tried to like laugh about it, talk about it. And I, and then, and then basically he goes, what are you doing, baby? You made it so uncomfortable. Like, why would you say that? I said that. And she's like, what? I'm trying to like make it funny in case other people heard you because that's super weird. And then he goes over and like gives her a high five and then they start talking. And I want to know, do you think it's ever appropriate for a guy in a relationship to give another girl a physical compliment like that? You know what? Here's the thing. Some people agree. Some people don't. Right. Okay. And I'm one of them that doubt. I have a feeling. I've had a feeling. Okay, I'm just the type of person that is this. Okay, I can understand on some level, me and my mans, we both know that maybe out there, there might be someone that's considered more attractive than us. We get it. We understand. You're not blind. That's like how the world works. It's how the world works. Yes. Okay. But also, I'm a prize. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am. The lottery. Okay. Okay. And he knew that when he married me. And he knows it now. Love that for you. And so I think if you are going out of your way to put a ring on it, number one, how stupid could you be to try to jeopardize that? But on top of that, this is the moment when you both are trying to just literally confirm to one another, I want to live my life with you. And so when I know it's inappropriate. I was absolutely shocked because I, and Joel and I say this all the time. I'm like, there are obviously gorgeous people in the world. I would actually hate if I saw this beautiful woman. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. I'm intimidated. And he's like, no, she's ugly. I'd be like, don't lie See, to me. I'm for me, I'm See, like, I'm-, I'm for me, I'm like, cut. You better call her ugly. You better, I mean, don't call her ugly, but no comment. See, it's no comment. No, I would actually be, I think it would make me more annoyed if he was like, no, she's not. Yeah, because like, you know you're, he's that lying. Means you think she is. It's mm. actually flip. And so, but I literally heard that co- a comment. I was like, oh. Oh, 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 they're dead. Uh, they're done. They're done. There's no way that's working. Like, yeah. if he, And I mean, maybe they just need to like, because he seemed like the kind of guy that's like wants to walk into the room and just make every little social circle happen and make everything fine. Like he mm. honestly, I, I related to his character as far as like when he's in a social setting, he's bopping her out. He's chatting. Yes. He's talking to everybody. He's being fun. He's saying the right thing. He's going to all the little yes. groups. But I think he just misstepped because he literally went, but I was like, that means he's just staring at her butt. Yes. Like, I could not believe it. So I For need, me, okay. I'd be like, well, then you could have a honeymoon with her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not going to put it so much of a honeymoon yeah. with her. Like, it's, it's fine. Easy as that. You know what I mean? Uh, also, Okay, yeah. so you need to watch so we can talk about the characters next week because I'm I absolutely need to know what your thoughts are because there's the other, the it couple, Um, his name's Clay. Her name is A.D. He also, though, so she's the one who stacked, apparently. Mm. He also seems extremely like vain and cares so much about appearances because he was like talking to her and he was saying like, oh, if you ever got out of shape, like I I would let you know, girl, don't worry. I would let you know. He's like, I would tell you. And she, and he said, I'd be like, come on, girl, we're getting in that gym. And I literally was like, wait, you know, wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second. I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Only because, only because of personal. Baby, I love you. Let's get that gym. I think it depends because all, this is why this is my 
reasoning, okay? Just from personal experiences, okay? I told you I'm a prize because I am. <laughs> because I am. But when I first met Hunter, right. I was definitely, I mean, I had a six pack. I was, I was like, you wouldn't believe it now, people, but who she was, it was good, okay? I've had two babies, don't judge me. But, you know, I think, like, when you were that new love stage, like, you're just, like, you both are kind of just letting go. And now Hunter and I are both, like, trying to get back into our health. We're working out. We've been losing weight. He's been gaining weight. We love it. You know what I mean? But we feel like now it's like, oh, you should want to be feeling and looking your best, not only for you, but for your spouse or whoever you're with. And so, honestly, there are moments where Hunter and I are like, please honestly tell me because I want to feel good for myself, but also feel good for you. What I would love to say to that, I... Completely cosign. Yeah. If you are saying, hey, would you let me know? Hey, would yes. you tell? If, if you have met someone and known them for two weeks, oh, and yeah. he said, hypothetically, babe, if you ever got out of shape, I'm going to tell you get that gym. And I would, if yeah. I was like, dating a guy, because basically that's what they're, at True, this the point, yes, that's what they're doing. Yeah. And so to me, I was like, very different than if you've been married for almost five for years sure. and, you're, and you're like, hey, we want to stay healthy. We want to stay in shape. So like, encourage me when I'm like, yeah. like going away from my goals or if I'm not staying to what I wanted to say, like do whatever. But if you are literally dating a guy yeah. and been around him for two weeks, maybe. And then he's like, I bet that, and she is so fit. But he was like, if you ever get out of shape, like, I'll let you know. I to me, I was like, how did, how, did she, how did she react? She, well, she at first was like, you'd say like that. Uh, and I was what like, say, it probably depends on how you say mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. Okay. So you need to absolutely watch. I'm doing it. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm Matt, so excited. only a little like show update. Have you seen the show One Day on Netflix? I'm, I'm going to assume no. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It made me sob. Uh, I was bawling. It reminded me a lot of happy or um no Sally Rooney's normal people there's they put a show on HBO it was so good hmm. it is so good it follows like this these friends from when they first meet at their last day of university they go to college in Edinburgh so like in Scotland oh Scotland and I was it, like Pennsylvania I was Edinburgh I was like no way what did you say? <laughs> I know. Guys, Wait, I have to be more clear with my words. Where did you think in Pennsylvania that was? We have a... I got married in Edinburgh, PA. Wow. I feel like it might be spelled different. How does it spell? Oh, uh, don't ask me. We but- spell E-D-I-M-B-O-R-O. Edinburgh. Oh. Edinburgh. Yeah. Similar. Anyways, but I heard that. I was like, why I got married there? This is crazy. <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, But it was so good. It, so it's like, follows their friendship over... Maybe like twenty years. Aww. It. I was sobbing, sobbing, Wait, f- finishing so it. So maybe okay. Well, I don't want to spoil anything of it. So you guys go listen to it and give me your feedback. But I, you need to maybe listen to it. I know. Watch it, give me your feedback. But you gotta tell me when to watch these things. Before I know. I, get I should here. text you and be Just like, send hey, me I'm videos. Watch this. Yeah. Well, you watch. Come. Okay, watch. Love is blind, so that yes. we can catch up yes. and talk about all the characters next. For week. sure. Okay. All right. Should we get into this book? Let's get into this book. I'm just going to read you the first sentence, first two sentences of this book, and then we will give you our little breakdown, okay? (laughs) This is the first sentences you get from this book, Love Theoretically, okay? In my life, I have experienced regret, embarrassment, maybe even a touch of agony, but nothing, absolutely nothing prepared me for finding myself in a bathroom stall pressed against the arrogant older brother of the guy I have been pretending to date for the past six months. 
Bam! I know. When I heard this, I was like, okay, we're just getting right into she it. She really like, said, lock and love, we're going there. I like, know. I literally was like, what do you mean? Good. She's, what do you mean uh, she's with the brother? What do you mean she's been dating? Fake dating for six months. So we're going to explain to you who these people are. Who's our girl? Who's our main girl? We got Elsie. Her name is Elsie Hannaway, and we're reading the book Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. Oh. Yeah, so we've got Elsie, and then we, she's in theoretical physics. So that's kind of what, this one is a little bit different. It has less to do with them working in a lab or working, like, actually yeah. together. It's more, she is an adjunct professor who is a theor- theoretical physicist. Yeah. And then she has been, the way she's making her living, you guys, okay, this girl, <laughs> this girl fake dates for money. And it honestly reminded me of the show I was telling you about the, or the dating, or the movie, The Holiday. Yes. Yes. She, She's like, like being different people that she finally falls in love with one yes. of them. Yes. And so Miss Elsie has a friend. Her friend's name is Cece. And they're poor. They're poor. Ah, okay. These girls are poor. They need money. And they got creative. You know what? I, if I was a single woman, totally would have done this. You know, I don't want to put this out there. Are you going to talk about foot pics? Because I can't hit it. No. Like, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 these girls are making money. They're, That's making, all. they're making money. They're making it work. They've it, been doing this for about four years. Blows and it's, my mind. Yes, it actually blew my mind. But I do wonder, this has got to be a real thing. Because it's Probably. an app called Faux. And these guys can basically go, or girls, but yeah. they can go on there. They can sign up, explain what they need a situation, a yes. date for. And it's not sexual. They just play. They're basically characters, really, playing the part for families, for uncomfortable situations. And that's kind of how we're... So first right now, we've got Elise. We've got Cece. They're roommates. Elsie Elise. Elise? Her name's Elsie. <laughs> I got stuck by... People call her Elise. By in, the wrong name, but it's in the Elsie. Book. No, yeah. and you got me there for a second. I was like, am I saying the wrong no, name? No, it's Elsie. Elsie, yeah. Elsie. And you know what's so funny? This has huh. nothing to do with this book. Okay. But I used to be a CNA, and I worked in the Alzheimer's department, and there was a woman named Elsie there, okay? Cute. And she bit me. Oh, oh. She bit me! <laughs> you and I'll never forget it. <laughs> and her name's Elsie, and I will never forget the day where I was screaming. I was like, Elsie! You got to get your mouth off my... <laughs> literally, almost took a chunk out of my arm. That is so shocking. So you literally hate Elsie for that reason. I don't hate her, but gosh dang. Good thing, like, good thing her name's Elise. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Wait, wait we need Elsie. to clarify right now going forward. Yes. Elsie. It is Elsie. Praise God. Okay, guys. Elsie. That's who we got. Elsie Hannaway. Yep. And so she's doing this fake app. She's trying to make money because she's this... Not fear- fake app. She's doing the app. The app is real. Yeah, sorry. Okay, she's okay. doing this fake dating. I just want to clarify because I'm like, yes. that would be a little sketchy. Yeah, a little sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> she's doing fake dating, trying to come up with money. Her and Cece are doing this. And Cece's kind of more, I think she's a supporting character, but we don't see tons of her. Yeah. But we end up seeing um, she Elsie. She's going on this fake date with the guy that she's liked the most, not romantically, just been the most respectful, and his name is Greg. Greg. So, 
And yeah, the thing about this app is you're not supposed to go on repeat dates to kind of avoid situations that could be uncomfortable or to could yeah. progress to something because obviously there's probably got to be so many waivers, liabilities with this app of like, probably. we did not sign for this. Like, yeah. And so, but she goes on this date with Greg, like you said, they're friends and Greg is bringing her to basically all of his family functions. Mm-hmm. And so he just does not want all the questions all of the judgments, all the you should be with someone, which yes. was really sad because I think that's actually quite relatable for a lot of people yeah. is if they're single and they go home for the holidays or they're with, like one of the questions always is, so are you seeing anybody? Yes. Are you going on any dates? How are the guys? You've met a nice girl. Like yes. it's just always, it's so hard though because I'm sure it's usually from in-laws that are trying to. They don't want to see you alone. No, they, they don't want to see yeah. you alone and they're trying to catch up. They're trying to figure out like, how do I ask you about that without being rude? They don't want to like ignore a huge part of their life. But I just feel like better safe than sorry. Just don't say anything at all. Yeah. That's and you know what's crazy? So he, Greg's like 30 years old and he has never been with anybody. And so we just kind of come to find out that he just doesn't think that he could be romantic with anyone. It's just, and you know, there's a lot of people like that and that's okay. He wants to be alone for his life basically. And so, but his family, like you said, are just kind of hounding him. And so I think he just... It's so interesting his thought process because he literally told her, I'm going to bring you in, you know, I think three or four times. And then I'm going to tell them, you broke my heart. I begged for you back. You said no. And then I'll never have to see you again. You know, so it's just interesting the thought process that they think it would be better to do that than just say, I'm not dating anyone. I know. I think it's like. But kind of fun. Kind of fun. Exciting for him. Honestly, I think it's really interesting seeing how. The start of this book, it feels extremely present day. I mm-hmm. thought that the app, all of that, because this was written last year in 2023. Yes. And I feel like all of it felt very realistic. Yeah. But it is an interesting thought process around relationships and dynamics of if generationally people think it is easier to bring a fake person yeah. than just be honest about what's going on. But Which, uh, you know what? Just, I feel like it's relatable because so many people in their families, they get uncomfortable or totally. they feel like they don't really know the real them. And they, totally. instead of getting uncomfortable and vulnerable and showing the real stuff, they rather just continue to be fake. Oh, yeah. Well, I always think that when you go back to your family settings, like your family doesn't, if you are not living with your family, they don't see the majority of you, right? Yeah. Like they don't see, unless it just depends on your family dynamic. But I was like joking when I went back for the holidays, one of my younger brothers, he's like so cool, so funny, really interesting, all the things. And he he just always gets shredded, like ripped to pieces with uh-huh. my family like, in a funny way. Like yeah. we just tease him so hard. And I literally told him, I was like, you're probably the coolest guy in all of your friend groups. You are probably the funniest one at your uh-huh. work. But then you come back to your family and we just like humble you right quick. I was uh-huh. like, you do not get to have like a big ego with us at all. And it just made me think of like everybody in their family seems so differently yeah. than how other people, their friends see them, their family. Anyway, For sure. But so she brings, she goes to the date with Greg at their house and she's like hanging out, walking around. She goes, oh. Frick, Jack. Like, yes. you know, she's like, turns around and sees this guy, Jack. Mm-hmm. And who is Jack? So, Jack is a Greg's brother. And we basically find out that they're half siblings. We find this out later, which we didn't really know in the beginning, but Jack's mother has died. And so, um, his father had remarried to Greg's mom. Um, and he kind of lived most of his. Up till nine years old, he thought that Greg's mom was his mom until right. his mom was like, you're not my son. Which also like so freaking cruel. Just kind of gives you a concept of who she is. Yes. She's kind of bitter. We don't see no much of her. but to do that. Like there's absolutely no reason. Yeah. And so it's just like, but anyways, that's his brother. And every single time she kind of comes into contact with Jack, um, it's a little like, 
mysterious, kind of like he's just kind of like staring at her, like, like, how are you? What are you doing? Like, how's how is Greg? And so we kind of see him sit there. This is kind of when things start to fall to pieces, right? They sit down, he goes, So how's Greg? And since she's doing this fake dating app, they kind of keep their private lives to themselves. So she doesn't really know too much about Greg. And so she goes, Oh, you know he's doing great. And he goes, Really? And she goes, <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, well, I thought, you know, he was kind of upset about work. And she's like, oh, and she's like like sitting in her mind. She goes, oh, yeah, you know, just like things will get so better. That's so sad. She, like, he's fine now. He goes, really? Like, I thought since this thing is happening in a few days that like whatever. And she goes, um, you know, he's okay. And he goes, what is, what's the word that they were using? Oh, it was for where they were going. <coughs> yeah, it was like Whitaker. Whitaker, so he's like, yeah. He's like, where, well, how's Whitaker? Or like, is he going to Whitaker? And she's like, oh, he's super stressed. Yeah. Like, it's really heavy science stuff. And, and he's like, um, oh, he goes, do you know what Whitaker is? And because he's like, this is stuff that I feel like his girlfriend should know. Yeah, he's really starting to be puzzled. He's yeah. like, why? Like, why do you not know what it is? She was saying, he's like, this is just weird. It wasn't adding up. And so she goes, Yes, you know, just like the science stuff, stuff you and I wouldn't understand, which is funny because she's secretly like this scientist. Yeah. And little does she know. Because she, her like fake job, by the way, yeah. in her dating app is that she's a librarian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So everybody in the family thinks that she's a librarian. So she goes, you know, just science stuff, stuff you and I wouldn't understand. And Greg had said that her brother Jack is a PE teacher. So yes. she thinks, yeah, it's a librarian and PE teacher talking and that yeah. Greg is a sciencey guy. Yeah. It's so funny. But then he goes, he just looks at her and goes, and then like later like when they get so she's just like feeling that things are kind of falling apart she's trying to grasp things and she gets in the car she goes hey Greg like what's what occurs is that what it's called yeah. What, yeah he goes oh it's this retreat that I gotta go on with my boss like it's supposed to be like camping or whatever it's, it's like a be, meditative like yeah. <laughs> and she retreat. goes oh yeah meditate and she goes so like nothing sciencey at all and he goes no and she goes oh perfect <laughs> sounds great so we kind of see that like Jack is on to her. Yes, he's on to her. And so then the next chapter you get is basically Elsie. Elsie. Yes. Okay. Elsie is trying. She's been applying for jobs. Like we said, she's an adjunct professor. And she, it's just, you don't make a lot of money. It's so much grunt work. She wants to get a different job. And so she's applied at this position at MIT. And once you know it, they reached out to her and they said, hey, we want you to come interview. She was like, Out of 30 applicants, two were down to the... Down the last two. Yeah, down the last two. And she was like, amazing. She goes, I will do anything. Sign me up. Like, I will love this job. And so this woman named, was it Monica, right? I thought it was Monica. Monica, yeah. Monica is like the individual that is working with her. Like the, she. She's the theorist. Yes. And we're also, so it's like, it's so interesting, right? We find out, sorry to jump. No, no, no. Yeah. We, We end up finding out basically that there's this man named John Turner, right? John Turner. And we don't like John Turner in the beginning because he's, all we know about him is that at 17 years old, he wrote this article that got published, which never should have. And everyone thought it was a prank, but he's basically tearing like, What's the line of work called? There? The, um, theoretical physics. So theoretical physics. He's saying yeah. that that's basically fake. Yeah, he's like tearing them apart, basically. And it really makes their line of work just like it explodes. People aren't taking them seriously anymore. So she's trying to get into this job as a theorist. Theorist? Theoretical? Theoretical physicist. Theoretical physicist. I know, it's a lot. And that's what Monica is. So, but she's got, so she's hiring and so is John and they have to work together to hire someone. She wants to hire a theorist and he wants to hire an experimentalist, which is who he is. And so we got to see in this world them kind of 
fighting back and forth. Yeah. And so they end up going to a dinner. Yeah. So they go to a dinner where it's basically going to be her and the other candidates. Mm -hmm. And so Monica's kind of like giving her all the explanation of like, this is what's really going on. There's like kind of this like feud between the two, like you're talking about. And so you're my pick. You're like my horse. I'm betting on you. You know, yeah. I want you to win and I want you to get hired. And then they have this other candidate. And so his name was, oh, George. George. We yeah. heard George. We didn't know who George yes. was, but yeah. But so that's the other candidate. And so then you've got people obviously that are on the hiring committee that are going to be, you know, interviewing her. They're going to be at the dinner. She's kind of going to go through a couple days of like, interviews slash styles of walking around. She's going to give it a talk. Obviously, yeah. that's part of her job if she were to get hired as a professor. So she's going to teach a class. Like, So it's kind of a weekend of her having to do all these things. Yes. <laughs> and so she gets to the dinner and they go to the table and <laughs> she's basically going around, shaking hands, meeting people. And then the person walks in. Remember John. John that we're talking about. The person that walks in and uh, is taking off his North Face coat is none other than Jack Smith. Jack's brother. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This actually blew my mind because I was like, it's like something that you knew was coming. Of course, because if you've been reading Allie Hazelwood's books with us or if you listen yes. to the episodes, you kind of get this idea by now. Yeah, there's this undertone. You know it's coming. But she's like in this restaurant. She's kind of preparing herself because she does not like John. A lot of people don't. But she's like, okay, if this man's trying, if he's the one doing the hiring, I need to like kind of put my hate aside and try to win him over. And so it's just funny where she goes, Monica's like, oh, here comes a scumbag yeah. now. And she's like, she looks over and she's like, why is Jack like walking yeah. in? Does he ever, like, why is he here? Like, I hope he doesn't see me because he thinks I'm a librarian, whatever. And then he keeps coming closer. And she goes, why is he coming closer? And he's, she, and then she's like, she's like, there's John. She's like, John, you're late. Monica does that. And he goes, so she, I feel like in this moment, I was like, are they both pretending to be someone or not? And then he goes, he looks at Elsie and he goes, Oh, she goes, oh, Monica goes, oh, here's Elsie. She's the one that's we're hire might be hiring for, you know, as the theorist. And he goes, no, she's not. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be absolutely terrifying. Yes. If they're like, this is a really smart, beautiful doctor, like, yes. like professor. And he's like, no, she's not. Yeah. And she's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, yeah, because he thinks she's a librarian. Yeah. It's just, it just blew my mind. And then she, like, it seems like he kind of like starts put things, putting things together. And yes. he goes, well, it pretends he never meets her before. He goes, my name's John. You can call me Jack. Yeah. And she goes, oh my yeah. gosh. And she thought he was a PE teacher. Yes. So like, we never, I feel like we never really get to explain why the they The reason do is that. because she like thought back to when Greg was telling her about his brother yeah. and they were, uh, I don't can't remember, they were at a park or something. They were outside and he was explaining and she goes, and Greg goes, my brother, Jack, does physical but, and then there's like this loud noise oh. that happened. And so she, when she was taking notes about like who this fake date was, she took taking notes about Greg. She just wrote down PE. Yeah. But he was going to say physicist, but <sighs> she just heard PE. And so yeah. she just wrote down PE. So wow. she's like, you aren't a PE teacher? Oh my gosh. She's like, okay. So the rest of the dinner is just kind of uncomfortable because she's sitting there. She's like chatting with him. She's being like a hit. And the one thing about Elsie that everyone that we need to know is that because of this dating app, because of kind of like things in her life, she tends to try to be whenever she's around someone, she just be who that person would like her to be. Right. So she's never really truly being herself. She's like hopping around personalities to kind of I don't want to say get her way, but for people to like her. Yeah. And John seems Jack, John, whatever, <laughs> seems to be really good at 
seeing it. Nobody yeah. else can really see it. And so he's just kind of like this whole time has been watching her like, you are not being yourself. And so I feel like at this dinner, he was just angry. Oh, he was so mad. And so at one point, they all start talking about, um, I can't remember what they're talking about, but she basically is like getting really, Elsie's like getting really uncomfortable and she excuses herself. She's like, oh, I just pet a dog. I'm yeah. going to have to wash my hands. So she runs up. Well, then Jack goes, I pet a cat. Yeah, I have I to wash it. my hands. I was like, oh my gosh. So Elsie's like, oh my word. So she's going to the bathroom. She runs. She just trying to, I think she was like her insulin was low or something, right? Because she's think, also yeah. diabetic. And so that's, which is funny because in every one of Hazelwood's books, she they each have some kind of like they physical ailment that. that would make them have to faint. Or yeah. Like ran, yeah. What, does she faint? Like what know. is it with the fainting? I know. Is Hazelwood a fainter? We need to know. Yeah. But so they go, they're walking towards the restroom and then, Jack just like opens the door and is like, come in here. Yeah. And she's like, are you kidding me? But she's like, oh, fine. Yeah. So they go in there and he basically starts grilling her. He's yeah. like, you are a fake. You're a fraud. Just yeah. great. No, there's no way. Like he, And then this is the part that goes back to the front of the book is in they hear these people come into the bathroom. So he grabs her and pulls her in the stall because she's in the men's room yeah. and they're just like talking. And so then he like hoists her up. It puts her on top of the toilet, like yeah. her little heels <laughs> on the toilet seat. And he's, she's like, what are you doing? And he's literally like, you want them to see your heels? Yeah. Like, he's just being so level-headed, but they're just like smushing the stall together. And then that's when she overhears, it's two of the people from their dinner table and on the hiring committee. And they're talking about her and they're like, hey, she seems pretty great. But they're like, but, she, and, but then they just start like talking about her look. So they're like, yeah. oh yeah, she looks beautiful. Like she'll probably be married though within a couple of years, have kids and we'll have to replace her. Yeah. So then they're I, like- The nerve oh. this, they go- what is she? Uh, she said that like they're gonna. She's gonna want us to start covering her shifts and stuff. Well, like, yeah, they said she's gonna have kids. Sexist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was completely sexist, and I mean that's something this book, all of Hazelwood's book, talk about is how there's like disproportionate treatment of women and men yeah. in specifically the STEM. Uh, workspace, and so I, sometimes it feels a little bit too on the nose for me. Like it's yeah. a little bit too. I don't know. It's she really is trying to push a narrative. And I mean, I, that could be, it sounds like it's completely true. Yeah. Every single one of her books, she talks about how it's 98% male, all these, you know, statistics that are at a disadvantage for women. Um, but yeah, so they just are being so misogynistic, so, so misogynistic. So they leave. And then Jack and Elsie step out of the uh, stall and she can, he can tell she's really upset. And, yeah. But there's, he's still mad at her and she's trying to, she wants to explain about I'm I really am a telling physicist and yeah. I'm telling the truth and all these things are theoretical physicists, but she was saying like Greg, the reason that he's even fake dating is because of his family. Because yeah. and at this point she doesn't know all the all the other family dynamics. So she just like, I'm not gonna out Greg. Like that's yeah. super awkward for him. So she just is like, you've got to trust me. I am who I say I am. Like, yeah, yeah it kind of leaves it at that. Then Jack is just kind of like just being like, you're a liar. Like, does Greg know about like all these things? And she, like Sadie's saying, and she's like, you need to text him. He's like, I'm not texting. He goes, how convenient. Because he's on his retreat and doesn't get back until like a few days from now. After the interview. After the interview a few days later. And she's just like getting irritated. And then my favorite part, he goes, you're not going to get the job anyways. Like once I tell Monica or whatever. And then she just kind of, so she's got <gasps> she all does, this, She pops off on she him. She pops off. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Because um, basically since she has this, over, this huge hatred for him because she didn't know that Jack was John who had wrote this article who had ruined theoretic 
science, yes. whatever it's called, and can't get it right. She she literally goes, you know what? It doesn't matter if you hated me at first sight because I've hated you long before we have ever met. I hated you the first time I heard your name. I hated you when I was 12 and I read what you've done in Scientific American. I hated you harder. I hated you longer and I've hated you for better reasons. Yes. And then she goes, and you know what? I'm going to get this job because then when I do get this job, I'm going to make your life living hell, buddy. I'm going to rain on your parade. It was so good. It really did remind me of the Elizabeth Bennett situation where yes. she just goes off on him after he proposes. Do you think I'd ever be the last man in the world I could ever be prepared for? Like she just ran wrongly. Like <laughs> Yeah, so but yeah. then she ends up kind of oh my gosh, she kind of she kind of ends up ignoring him for the rest of the night. Yes, and so then that's how that night ends. Honestly, iconic. iconic. She gets her piece. She says her piece, and then the next day happens. Oh, the next day, like we said, this interview, she's trying to get this job, right? And she's like trying to fight her way in there. And she's like, you know what? People think I might, you know, not get this, but I'm going to be an underdog. I'm going to come up and I'm really just going to, you know, win this. And so basically the next day, her challenge is she has to teach to a class. And Monica, the thing about Monica is Monica really wants a theorist in there. That's probably not how you say it. But she wants someone in theory to be in there. And so she kind of meets, which apparently it was unethical of her doing. She meets with her before and she goes, I'm so sorry for the class that you're about to teach and doesn't get to tell her who and we find out that it's Jack's class. And so she gets in there and I thought this was so smart. This is the thing. Throughout this book, it is a theme of her being someone that she is not, right? But there are many things where it does get her what she wants because she sees, she analyzes people and she goes, oh, I know how I can win them over. So in a way, it's just like kind of manipulative. Yeah. But at the same time, like she's, I don't think in her head she was ever trying to be manipulative. No, you know? I think she really is like ultimate people pleaser. Like she yes. can't stop herself from being like, oh, it's okay. Like whatever people need yes. to hear is what she'll say. Yeah. And so she gets into this class. Now, remember, Jack, he's this experimentist. Experimentist. She experimentalist. Ex- experiment. I can't handle it. I know. It's it's so strange. Well, yes. yeah, I'm exper- not in STEM. Okay. <laughs> he's an experimentalist. We are reading a romance book, people. Yes. We are not scientists. Oh my gosh. But basically, like we said, there's this war going on. So his class is full of experimentalists. And the first thing before she even really gets to do anything is they're like, oh, are you going to teach us about theory? You know? And <laughs> Jack's in the back just smirking like, how are you going to make your way through this one? Because basically this is part of the interview process. Can she win these students over? Can she teach them? You know? And so she goes, you know what? Yes, I am. But he goes, what's the point? What's all like, there's a kid in there just like, Cole. Cole, screw you, Cole. Cole's (laughs) just up in there being like, you know, screw theory, screw you. Why do we need it? And she just analyzes the room and she goes with it. And she's just like, you know what? Don't you ever, basically she's just like makes fun of theorists in a way to get them on her side. So basically she, she starts to make fun of herself in a way so people can start kind of enjoying her. And then she really brings it home by, she goes, you know, we need each other. She's the reason why you should care about theory is because we come up with all these ideas and I care about experimentalists because I'm hoping you're crazy enough to make my theory work, you know? And in the end, the students were like, kind of respecting theorists in a better way. And so I think that was a win for her, really. Oh, 100% was a win. And I think Jack was sitting in the back like, wow, look at her go. And yeah, she just did really well. And so then the day goes on. I can't remember what happens after this interview. 
Basically, now, then, she's like, I need to kind of do tours. She had to do a tour around oh, the building. Yes, yes. It was supposed to be with someone else, but they couldn't do it. They and couldn't, so, yep. And so, surprise, now, now, guys. And Jack, you know what? This man, he never, which honestly, I love this about him. He cares so much for Greg. Yes. And he's just like, he does not know the truth. So, in honesty, he see he comes off kind of as an a-hole since he doesn't know the truth, but if you don't know the truth, then he's coming off as a sweetheart. Yes. He's like, he's like, I'm telling Greg, I hope you know this, the second this man gets back. Like, so he's like taking her around the tour and like all these things. And then um, this is where he kind of finds out what she does for a living. Oh, yes. Because so they go to this party. It's like, hosted by Monica and so there's all, it's part it's like the dinner it's like drinks and stuff to chat and so it's kind of like okay she's like at the end of her whole weekend yes. interview sort of thing so they go and she has a son like a grown son and mm-hmm. she's like you'll probably run into him whatever and they're walking around having drinks and what does he say to her Austin yeah so Austin, Austin yeah so Austin's son he comes up to her basically oh Austin he, is Monica's son and yes. he walks up to her he goes, he says, he's like, oh, they introduced Elsie the same oh, yes, way. Yes, yes, the same way they introduced her, Jack. Yeah, and she and she goes, oh, this. so Jack goes, this is Elsie. She's the theorist, scientist, or whatever. And he goes, ah, no, she's not. And Elsie's like getting really freaked out because she had actually gone on a fake date with Austin. And it was the worst date she ever it had. It was horrible. He tried to ask her to have, he asked her to have sex with him and then was offering to pay her yeah. to have sex with him. And she was like, no, 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 no. For only $70, by the way. And she stated, she was like, it was lower. I had to work him up to yeah, 70 Yeah, like, what the heck? So, yeah, so, in the nice thing is, obviously, again, Jack doesn't know, but he is hearing this guy say these horrible things. Yeah. He's like, get out of here. Lose Austin's it. Like, like, you're a hooker. Like, he's yeah. like, you're not a, he's like, it's like, what was your hooker job, whatever. And then she's like, he's like, how do I pay your rates? And he's he, like, basically, Jack comes in and he's like, why are you talking to her that way? Like, get out of her face. And yeah. he's like, you don't understand. Like, we pay her to go on dates. And I think that's when he's starting to put two yeah. and two together. And he was like, you don't understand. She's here. She's not here. She's basically an escort. And he's like, get out of here. Like, lose it. All this stuff. Yeah. But he heard everything. Yeah. And, and so now he knows. Now he kind of knows. And then the sweet thing is like, later on, basically, he takes her side. He goes, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. I was such like an a-hole to you or whatever. Because the way, so the way that finds out is because Elsie gets a phone call from her random number and it's the front office lady at Deja's office and she's like, you got to come get Greg. (laughs) She's like, hello? Who is this? She's like, there's been an emergency dental surgery. You have to come get Greg. I just love that. That was the most random thing I've ever heard of like, he had an emergency tooth situation. Yes. Like, you got to go pick him up. She's like, are you kidding me? So she's like, okay, fine. So she goes. So she had left the party. She, no. like, had run away. She was, like, mortified. She's like, okay, Jack is literally going to hate me. Like, I don't know what he's going to think about me, but she left. So then this is, like, the next day or the night. I think it's that night or the next day. And she gets that call. And so she's like, can you please call anybody? It was, like, 1045 anybody? at night. Yes, yes. It was at night. Mm-hmm. She's like, can you please call literally anyone else? His mom, why do you have my number? Yeah. She goes, because there was like 60 messages yeah, from you. She's calling. like, if you're not a girlfriend, you're a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, fine. So she goes to the dentist office and then she walks in. She's filling out some forms. And then guess who comes right in behind her? None other than Jack. Jack. She's like, what are you doing here? And they were like, they called me too. You don't think I was going to come get him as well? And then she's like, are you freaking kidding me? And so then Greg's there just skipping around so high and all He's... the like medicine they've given him. <laughs> My favorite part is that Greg comes in and he goes, Oh, 
my gosh, so good to see you. Did you know that, what is it, something's a grain? Like, yeah, like, you, know, like you know, quinoa is a grain. Yeah, you know, it's a grain, all this stuff. And then the thing is so high that he doesn't really see, he's even outing himself. So even if this moment with Austin at the party never happened, Jack's in there and Greg's saying, can you please come with us? Like, and Greg... And she's like, no, like, I think, like, I don't need to come with you. And he goes, come on, I'll pay your usual rate. Like, let's hang out, you know? And so she kind of looks up at Jack and, like, like she's kind of, like, flushed. because like. But they still haven't talked about it, but yes. he's putting some idea together, yes. Yes. And so they go to Greg's house. It's like, I feel like if you were bringing your drunk friend home. Yes, yeah, This is what's happening. She, yes. like, they, like, throw him in bread, like, get him in PJs. She's, like, he's, like, sitting there talking about the randomest stuff. She goes, let's play a game. She goes, I'm going to turn the lights out, and I'm going to go in the living room and you're gonna count as high as you can and we're gonna see who does the most and he goes that's a stupid game he's like i'm gonna win and so like he falls asleep counting basically <laughs> like a little child yeah it was so good so then they finally have the conversation yes so they're out there having the conversation and he he honestly jack is very humble because he realizes oh my gosh my brother had to actually fake date someone yeah. because he was so uncomfortable in our family's dynamic he was so um, just unhappy in his like circumstances that he didn't he didn't want to even have to have that discussion like yeah. he didn't feel like he could be truthful he didn't feel like he could talk to me about it and so she was just kind of explaining yeah no this is what's been going on like yeah. and I really like your brother like I care about him and all that stuff she's like not in a sexual way at all and he's no. like so you've like never done it he's like she's like no like we are just friends or whatever yeah. and he goes oh that's a relief and she goes she's like I know she's like okay, well, dang, like, sorry, I'm not going to be, like, in your family line or whatever. And he goes, that's why you think that I'm happy about this? And yeah. he goes, she goes, well, yeah. And so he kind of lets it go. But I feel like that's the first moment where, like, hmm, why is. is he so happy about it, yes. you know? And it's so good because it's really funny because then they get into this whole, like, the more they talk, literally that night, he's mm -hmm. like, okay, so you think I'm happy about it? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, of course you are. He goes, no, I'm not because you're. this is you always trying to be someone you're not. And yes. it goes into the... And then you guys, this is the best, like, declaration of love I've ever heard in a book in a long time. Like, as far as just, like, the buildup, it actually is quite good, I thought. And so they're talking about it, and he's basically saying, like, no, the reason I don't like you always changing your personality to fit every other circumstance, he goes, have you ever considered that maybe you're already the way that I want you to be? And she's just kind of like, wait, what? And <laughs> she goes... He goes, seriously, what happened to you? Like, because he's always, he's been asking, like, what happened to you? Like, why are you always changing who yeah. you are? And she goes, you want to know what happened? This is what happened. And then basically she tells the story of how she met Jack, right? So she mm -hmm. goes, over six months ago, I met my date's family for the first time. And this guy's brother turned out to be a jerk. And then he goes on and on about how he makes her feel. And then he goes, no, do you want to know what happens? And then it, it, it read the whole thing. Ah! It's so good. He goes, a little over six months ago, I go to a family birthday expecting the usual night of misery. I'm only there for my brother because I can count on two fingers the relatives I actually care about, and he's one of them. We stick together, but this dinner is different. My brother brings a date, a woman he's never spoken about. Weird, since we talk nearly every day. The family, especially his mom, are thrilled. She's beautiful, the girl. Really beautiful. There's lots of other beautiful women in the world. And if you can believe it, it's not something I usually notice. But I'm paying more attention to her than I otherwise would. 
Someone pulls Greg away before he has a chance to introduce me yet, but I watch her touch my grandmother's go board and pick up one of the stones in the traditional way, index and middle finger. <laughs> I watch her sneak a bite of cheese. At some point, I'm almost sure that she says something no one but me understands as a Heisberg principle joke. And then when my brother comes back, that's when it starts for me because I watch her run interference between him and my family in a way I've never managed. And believe me, I've tried. I've spent 30 years of my life trying to better protect him from their bullshits. And this girl, she just does it better. I've never seen him so happy is not the right word, but he seems at ease. As the night go on, I can't stop looking at her and realize something. She's hypervigilant, constantly thinking about two steps ahead, anticipating others' needs. Like people are equations that need to be solved in real time. Then he goes, and that night I go home. I go to bed. I can't sleep until I admit to myself that I'm jealous or envious or a mix. My brother's settling down, keeping secrets, and we're close, and I'm not used to it. And this girl, maybe it's how good she is with the person I care about the most. Maybe I have a type, and maybe she just happens to embody it. But I'm reacting to her more than I can remember ever doing with anyone and having some complicated feelings. But I force myself to get over them, push them out of my head. I am briefly successful. Avoiding her is the best course of action. I don't mind skipping family functions and my brother never talks about her. It's like he forgets that she exists, which is weird because I can't stop thinking about her. I ask questions even though I shouldn't. I have a couple of really wrong, really messy dreams about my brother's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> ah! And then he basically just goes on and on. So he just retells He's saying this to Yeah, so he's basically like the everything she said about how she saw him, he tells it back through his eyes. Yeah. It is stunning, you guys. I actually read it. I was like, wow. And I knew, again, you've read a couple of her books. You get the romance. You yes, know this is happening, yes. but you're just kind of like, oh. it just, I loved the way that he retold it. And you could, it's almost like a movie where you just see it. Yeah. Like through his eyes. And you're just like, oh. I love this because, well, this was a lot quicker than the other book. Yeah, it I was. feel like the other books, the, the men are more like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's like, right, you guys aren't sleeping together. What about us? Yeah. Like, he's like, if, since that was fake, maybe we could be real. Like he put himself out there. And I, I think I liked that yes. because it allowed us to see them more together. Yep. You know, more of the book. Yeah. But. I loved it. And so it was really funny though, because uh, something is maybe about to happen. Guess who freaking comes out of the room? Greg. <laughs> Greg literally wakes up. And he's naked. Like, naked. He like runs out there. And she's like, oh my God. She like turns around and she's like, okay, uh, bye. Like yeah. you take care of this. I'll see you later. Yeah. So she runs away. The next time they see each other, a few days have been passed. She's waiting to hear back from the interview. She hasn't heard anything yet. She goes to a movie with Cece and once you know it, guess who also happened to be at that movie? Of course, Jack. Jack. But Jack walks up with this stunning, gorgeous, tall woman with really long hair. And she's got red lipstick on. And she's just gorgeous. And, and they're laughing. Like, Screw this. And she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. He's in love. Which is obviously like, he just professes love to you. But yeah. she's just, that's how it it's goes. It's confusing. That's how it's it confusing. Goes. Romance books. This is how it goes. There's got to be a wrench. Yeah. So then we see Georgina George. Okay. She comes over and she kind of introduces herself. And this is, she's talking to her and it's kind of clicking in Elsie's head. She's like, wait, George, I've heard that name. Oh, this is the other candidate, you know, and she, uh, the candidate that's trying to also get the same job that she is. And Georgina kind of, kind of slips up and she goes, yeah, I also work with Jack. And 
Elsa's kind of like, what? And Jack's like, Elsa, like, oh my gosh, sorry. Jack is like, Georgina. She goes, what? Like, I signed the papers today, basically, you know. And we, Georgina did not know that Elsie was the other candidate. Otherwise, she would have never yeah, done this. she had no clue. No clue. And then it just really hit Elsie that she's like, holy crap, I didn't get this job. Like, I needed this job. Like, I have no money. Like, my, like I wanted a tenure because I'm not going to have a job next year. Like, all these things are going through her head. And she kind of starts panicking to the point where she starts running away. Well, and honestly, that moment, I don't know how. I would be dying inside. It's yeah. like you're literally standing in front of her. This girl saying like, oh, yeah, I work next. Like, it's a job that you've worked so hard to get. Yes. And you're standing in front of these two people, this guy that you had this crazy moment with. And then the girl literally being like, yeah, I got your job, basically. And yeah. I just, I felt for her so much. I I'd felt be crushed. so bad I'd for be her. So she's literally like, uh, screw that. I can't do yeah. this. And she just like runs and she was away. like embarrassed. And the crazy thing is that yeah. she looks up to George so much. She yeah. realizes that she's like one of the one of these big women in STEM. She's read all of her articles. She didn't know that this was the other candidate. And so in her own mind, she's like, I would have never stood a chance if I knew that this is who they were trying to hire. And basically, Jack like runs after. This is, wait, all right, wait. She run, like she's running. She's booking it. She's booking it for like, maybe like she thinks like two miles yeah. is what she's running. And then someone grabs her hand and pulls around and it's Jack. And I was like, this man ran after her for miles. There was a guy that had been running after me. I'm like, wow, every girl's dream. Honestly, like, the second that, like, at first I was scared for her, someone grabbed my hand. I was like, oh no, this is turning into a murderer. Like, what is going on? She's been running for miles. Like, she just can't stop. Run for us, run. You know what I mean? And she turns around and it's, I was like, he ran after her. It basically, like, it's snowing. It's a, she's running in a blizzard. We forgot to mention that. It just starts it's storming. It starts to get more stormy. And so yes. he literally is like, please, it's not safe. You have to come with me. And she's yes. like, no, 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 no. He's this like, reminds me of that song. It's like, baby, don't go. Yes. Like, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> she's like, I really can't stay. <laughs> He's like, come on, it's cold outside. Oh, my gosh. He takes her to his apartment. He takes her to his apartment. Oh, it's his house. His house. Oh, he yes, owns his, house. his house. Yeah, he owns a house. He's a homeowner. Oh, marry him. Let me screw everything out. He's yes. wealthy. He's Come rich on. Um, Yeah, he takes her to his apartment because he's like, if you leave right now, I know I will never see you again. You will never yes. return my calls. And you're always going to be wondering what happened yes. because you think you don't know what's going on. Yeah. He goes upstairs and he basically starts breaking down that this was what they called what do they call it? What type of interview did they call it? They said it, they, there it was, was a terminology basically. They like, made the job for Georgina. Yes. The decision was already made. The job was made for Georgina. They posted it as if it was open open for applications. Mm-hmm. Um, but really it was just staged that way so that they were like, we yeah. want to hire Georgina. It will literally create it for her. Um, and so he was like, you were never going to get it. And yeah. it has nothing to do with your talents. It has nothing to do. He's like, actually, everyone behind closed doors yes. was extremely impressed with yes. like your work and everything that you've done. But it was actually, it was unfair because it was never truly. Yeah. Georgina had 12 years in this yeah. line of work. And this was like her first year. Yeah. So the fact that she was even considered against other people is like kind of crazy. Yes. And so, but he revealed also in this moment, you guys, that he did not, um, vote for Georgina. Yeah. He's like, I deferred my vote. Like I couldn't because of you. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, because of you. Yeah. Goes, what do you mean? He's like, I love you. Yeah, like, basically. Like, what do you have to say? But he, he didn't really say that. But he's literally like, you girl. Like it's yeah. I like you. Like yeah. I want you. Like and so then that moment is so funny because they I was like, this is it. 
They're boinking. Like, They're this is boinking tonight. Um, but they did not because... They have self-respect. And so she goes to bed. <laughs> For and, a few hours. <laughs> Self-control, it goes so far, it baby. It goes so far. <laughs> she goes to bed in his bed. He falls asleep on the couch. She wakes up in the middle of the night for like a sip of water, which yeah. honestly is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, yeah, okay. right. Swallow some spit, you're yeah. fine. <laughs> bathroom. Um, so she goes out and she's like, are you asleep? He's like, no. He pulls out of the couch next to him. He literally like, well, she's like crying. She's getting emotional. Like this is the hard thing is that she's not good at being emotional because she's always trying to be someone else. She's always trying to be strong. And she finds herself kind of breaking down in front of him because honestly, this was the only plan she had for herself. And it like broke right in front of her, in front of everyone. She was embarrassed. Like she like had said some mean things she didn't mean to say. And he just like picks her up like this light little feather. Did we tell you guys? He's huge. Yeah, apparently. Apparently his bed is like uh, custom made. Allie Hazelwood. Allie Hazelwood. She's got a type. Yeah, she just is like, you better look like a big old tree. Yeah. I'll be into it. Like if you're massive, this is great for me. Broad, like that, that, every single man and every single one of these. Broad shoulders, big shoulders, tall, tall, tall. Green (laughs) eyes. Like that, you know what I mean? Like she just, she's got a type. I wonder wonder what her husband looks like because she is married. And if he does not look anything like this, I would literally read it as a husband like, Okay. Like, do you want me to have my hair or something? Yeah. He's bald. So he like pulls her in and he's just like telling her like. All the sweet things. The sweetest things. Reassuring her. And then he's like, she goes. Then they start getting on the, because he mentioned it when he confessed his love to her. He goes, I've had all these dreams about you, all these things. So they're kind of like joking at this point. She goes, she goes, so what are these dreams about? You know, at this point, I think she's kind of funny with it. I don't think she realizes that she kind of likes him. She just knows that he likes her. Right. And she's just like, what are these dreams about? And he's just like, ah, you know, she's like, does have this or that. And he goes, they're just like playing with each other and and then then he goes mom my dreams like look a little bit more like this and he like pulls her in he's basically spooning her on the couch holding her clothes and he's just like he's like in my dreams he's like i'm like you're everything and i take care of you and i know i'm the first one who's ever done it correctly like just all these sweet things and then they fall asleep that way but then she wakes up in this man (laughs) (laughs) chapter 16 chapter 16 Chapter 16 is from her first book. It was like whenever we we were trying to figure out if we were going to oh do this series. We were like, are Allie Hazelwood books spicy? And it was literally like, chapter 16 was uh, the first thing that came up in her first book. It's there been chapter 16 and since the very beginning. Yes. So they wake up a few hours later and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm still down here. Like, what's going on? And he's like holding her super tight. His hand is under her shirt, which also, how did that happen? He's like spooning her hand underneath the shirt. Ah! And I was like, how does she not think that she likes him? She's letting him do this. No, you know what I mean? she's into it. She's into it. And so she's like doing that. And then she's like, don't, feels, don't get too detailed. I know, I know, I know. Then she feels like a rock binder. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> but then he goes, he goes, oh, you smell so good. And she freaks out because he's asleep. He's had one of those dreams while she's there. And so she runs upstairs, puts like cold water on her face. She goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she's having a dream about me right now. And then she goes downstairs and he's awake again. And she goes, wow. And he goes, wow, you smell so good. And she goes, wow, first time I'm ever hearing this. And then basically they're like, oh. Date. Let's just skip <laughs> on past people. Right. 
It's time for her to, they're going on another date. Wait, that date, it wasn't a date. The storm's over, whatever. She goes home, all these stuff. She's like, how am I going to get a job? Then he goes, can I take you out? And she decides to say, yes, you can take me out. So she gets ready. She's putting on a pretty dress, curling her hair, looking all good. Cece, her roommate's like, okay, ma'am, look at that. <laughs> she, but then she gets in the car. She's on this bad phone call with her mom. Basically, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. We don't even need to It's not important. Basically, that. a bad phone call. And then he's like so sweet enough to know because in her head she's like oh, I don't know if I really could be around people right now but I gotta do this and he goes he pulls into his house and she goes what are you, what are you doing and he goes well I feel like you don't need to be around people right now and I was like he just always knows what she's yeah. thinking and then they go inside she goes so what are we gonna do he goes I think I have an idea <laughs> and I was like oh I have an idea too but basically <laughs> they end up they end up watching Twilight together and it's so sweet when she made references to Twilight early yes. that's why it's not like he just wanted to relive his fantasies. Yeah. He actually had never watched it before. So this is like him. He always says, he goes, with me, I want you to be real. Remember, yes. we talked about how she has this personality disorder. Yes. Basically. <laughs> she can't pick one. So, but with him, she, he always goes, I want you to be honest. And he would challenge her over and over again. Be honest with what you want. And so whatever she wants, he basically gives her, which is so sweet. She learns great. Yeah, she whatever. does. Yeah, she does some skills. Then while they're watching Twilight, this is She's like, he is so okay, sweet. You better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. She's like, you are so sweet. She leans in again and a kiss on the cheek, but then she gets there. And you all know this. The first time I'm about to kiss your mans or your girl or whatever it is, you know, and you get close and it's like, that's like the, it's just the intensity between you, right? <laughs> it's electricity. And she's feeling it. And then she's like, oh my gosh, why don't we just kiss, right? But then he goes, not yet. And she goes, what? She goes, what do you mean not yet? No, this is and then finally, so she's on one side of the room and he gets up and goes, oh, he's like, not like this. Like, not yet. I can't handle myself. <laughs> and she's like, have you ever thought about what I want? You told me to be honest. Like, I want it. And he goes, you don't know what you want. And then basically, he starts kissing her. And she goes, she goes, out of nowhere, I'm up against the wall. And this man is just kissing me. Just <laughs> I'm just also laughing at you are so animated over these books. These no books other books. Books. This I'm is your sorry. this is your genre. I'm this is so hardcore your genre because I'm literally crying because you are literally giving me a walkthrough of it and I'm like living for it and you do not do this for any of the books and oh it is making me laugh so hard. Well, I was listening to this on audio and so for me I was walking I was like no he didn't no he didn't and I, yeah. Oh, so good, you guys. So Anyways. basically, they don't have sex in, but they do have sex the next day. And yeah. bada bing, bada boom. It's good stuff, it's apparently. Great, it's great stuff, apparently. They chapter 16, all live long day. Oh, for a long time. And then we gotta start getting towards the end of the book. We just gotta wrap this book up. We're wrapping it up. Basically, basically, we always go back to this dang article about that Jack Rowe. And we, because she loves him. She's starting to like him. She's getting all the feels for him. But in the back of her head, she's like, but he has no respect for what I do. He literally, yes. clearly doesn't. He wrote this whole article when he was 17. 
She's talking my whole field of research, everything that I value in life, everything that I wanted to do. So she's like, okay, I think he's great. I really think I like him a little bit, but also he like doesn't respect what I do. Yeah. So how am I supposed to be someone like that? So then later on, we see that Georgina ends up offering Elsie a job. Because she finds out like what had happened. She realized, she, like Elsie goes and apologizes to Georgina to Georgina because she's yes. like, hey, I didn't realize you thought the applicant. I'm so sorry. All the stuff. Yes. I love you. Respect your work. Blah, blah, blah. So Georgina's like, you know what, girl? I want you to be like, I want you in my lap. I want you working with whatever it is that you're doing. And so she has this decision to make. And we just kind of end up seeing that the whole reason that Jack ever wrote this whole entire thing that ruined their careers in the first place is because his mother was working alongside this man. What was his name? Dr. L. Dr. L. And he was her mentor, Jack's mother's mentor, right? And remember, Jack's mother has passed away. So when she passed away, she left these diaries talking about how horrible this man was to her. And so Jack purposely wrote this to end this man's career. And this man actually ended up happening to be Elsie's mentor as well. Yes, so that article, the whole reason Jack ever even wrote that article is because he read his mom's journals and realizes what a trash bag Dr. L was. And so then he, yeah, he wrote that article to basically tear down everything he was doing. Yeah. And so... You know, we see throughout this book, we haven't talked about it much, but we see this kind of unhealthy relationship between Elsie and her mentor, Dr. L. And it's kind of foreshadowing the same type of relationship that Jack's mother had with Dr. L. And so she seems to have to go to him for every little life decision. Yeah, because she's she, like, should I take this job? Should I not? Should I do this? Yes. Should I not? Every little thing. She feels like she owes him her life, basically. Her being a people pleaser, he kind of just takes advantage of her. And he goes, no, I don't, you, I don't want you working there. And so she just kind of starts to see how unkind this man is how unethical he is she asked about when georgina offers her the job she's like hey should i work there and he goes no and then he finds out that like she mentions jack's mom yeah. and he basically verbally rips her shreds and then it confirms everything jack had written and said to elsie yeah. she's like oh wow okay he really is a horrible person yeah and so, so then jack said it's true she ended up going ahead and taking that job which is amazing but her and jack they ended up having this huge fight about this article before she ever went and talked to her mentor and so she and jack they're kind of taking some space and this is kind of the whole like conflict in the book and so like days go by jack's calling her she's not answering and then finally like you know Cece comes up to her she goes girl like what what do you want? Like, do you like him? She goes, I like him. I like being with him. I want to be around him. She goes, well, why are you so mad? Is it about this article that he wrote? And she goes, well, yeah. And he goes, she goes, the one he wrote this morning? And she goes, what do you mean the one? What do you mean he wrote one this morning? And so he had ran an article basically kind of confirming why he had written this. And it's this article is out for anybody to see. And he's kind of restoring what he broke by saying, I wrote this to damage Dr. L because Dr. L is a horrible person. And then he goes, but I never wanted it to hurt the, the whole area of theoretical, theoretical science. Physics. Yeah, yeah, physics. And so, but basically it's a love letter to her. And he goes, here's some people who are really great in the theoretical, theoretical science, physics, whatever, <laughs> the, the world. And he sources her. Yeah. Basically. So, so it's just, just like a public like love her she's the yeah. best she's great and it's like a sorry it's like an apology yes. without because he wasn't able to contact her yes. for the whole world to see yes. so sweet and so she runs to him and he basically you love a runner I love a runner okay <laughs> basically she runs to him and he goes what are you doing here and he and she goes she goes like I don't know if you'll still have me and he goes ma'am you can be my girlfriend my wife the world with my keys my car the house 
house. Anything in it is yours. My dreams are coming true with you. Like, please, like, live your life with me. And she goes, you know, I am so close to being where you are. Like, I'm almost there. And then basically at the end of the book, we just see that she ends up getting there. And she's in love with this man. These two, they're in love. I love you guys. Just like we're in love with these books. Honestly, uh, I, I oh, freaking take a shot. I love, <laughs> I loved this book. I think it's just her writing doesn't bug me as much as other authors. I don't know why. I think it is because she does. Maybe do, because she's so smart. Yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah, not she's that the brilliant. other ones aren't. No, but. but I feel like she has a lot of content out. Like we know, primarily it is a romance book. We yeah. know it is a romance story. But there is so much content about other things as well that I yes. do. I feel like it's such it a good mix. It balances it yeah. out. Oh. oh my gosh. What? These couples. Give it a star. Give it a rating. Uh, you know what? Love on the Brain was my favorite. <gasps> really? Love on the Brain was, it was fave. my favorite. Okay. I loved it. I love the texting back and forth. Yes. And I love the passion and the cats. And like, I just loved it. And this book I loved as well. Yeah. But this one, I'm going to give the same as the for, of Love Hypothesis. Okay. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. But Love on the Brain, five all the way. <gasps> Love that. Yes, it was so good. Are you happy we did a month of romance books? I'm so happy. Guys, I'm not ready for next month because I'm sure we're like, we love our memoirs and we (laughs) love, you know, our nonfiction. I'm excited to read some nonfiction. We're going to have to throw in a romance book like once a month, every other month, because I just need this level of like walk through detail from you every time. I feel like you are literally on the, truly on the edge of your seat the entire (laughs) It's just so good. That's why we need to film this whole thing because if people can see, I'm I truly like smooshed into the corner, like <laughs> sobbing, laughing, and you are literally like bouncing off the down your chair, moving up and down, like literally explaining all these positions. I'm like, oh my God. It is just wow. The passion in these books. I love it. The month of love. It's been fun. It's been fun, you guys. We're wrapping up February with quite literally such a bang. Yes. Like such a great book. And I don't even, I'm not sure if we're going to recover. We're not. But you know what's happening next week. Oh. Oh my gosh. Wait, should we tell them or should we just let them? Guys, something special is happening next week. Okay? Just a little teaser. Little teaser. But I mean, you made it this long. You love us. So the love what's happening next week. Um, Very special. You do not want to miss next week's episode. Uh, Um, So I guess we'll just leave you on a tease there. And if you want to see what's happening, remember, please hit a follow on our Spotify. It really helps. And then go over to our Instagram at The Novelty Podcast so you can see our special announcement next week. Bye. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.